Welcome to the Human Resources for Small Business podcast, presented by Zenium HR. I'm your host, Brandon Laws. Whether you're an HR professional or a small business leader, each episode of this podcast is designed to bring you the latest in technical HR and leadership at your convenience. More content is available on our website at www.zeniumhr.com. Let's dive into today's topic. Hey, Brandon here. Welcome back for another episode. We've got a lot of great stuff coming up. And um, I'm excited to, I'm going to share some of that with you. So Dr. Bob Nelson is today, he wrote the book, 1001 Ways to Engage Employees. And that book is just jam packed with ideas about how to engage employees. And he basically, I think, compiled data and information from business leaders for like 12 years. And, and then this is the book that kind of came from that. So I think you'll enjoy that discussion. And then coming up in future weeks, I had a discussion with the authors of BS Incorporated, which is kind of a really fun and unique book about a fictional company. It talks about the horror stories of what goes on goes on in the corporate world and what HR people really have to deal with. So that's a fun one. Avi Karnani, he's the CEO of Alice, and we had a discussion around how technology is really changing the way employers need to interact with their employees, and that was a fun one as we geeked out on a lot of the technology. And then upcoming, which I haven't quite recorded yet, uh, Paige Tamlin, who I work with here at Zenium, uh, we're going to talk about student loan repayments as as a benefit that uh, a lot of employers are starting to offer. Uh, and then Lacey, part of Pillow, uh, before she goes out on a maternity leave, I'm going to sneak in one more what's up in the workplace with her. And then upcoming, Erica Keswin, she's the author of Bring Your Human to Work. And that one just released a few weeks ago, and I'm excited to have a conversation with her soon. Uh, so look for that. And then there's I got tons of other stuff scheduled way out into November. So no shortage of content, uh, but I do appreciate you reaching out and telling me what topics you want to hear about, or even how like how you're using the podcast. Anytime you reach out on LinkedIn or Instagram, that's always fun for me because oftentimes you're not sure who's listening. I know who the audience is for the most part, but uh, it's nice to put a name and a face to uh, the listener. So feel free to and feel comfortable to reach out to me. I, I love answering your questions um, or just having a dialogue with you. It's it's really fun for me. And I hope you get a lot from this podcast. I, I want to make this all about what you want in your development. So appreciate the community that we built. We wouldn't keep doing this without your help and your support. So with that, I'm going to ask you, please, we definitely need some more Apple podcast reviews. Our our podcast has been growing because of the reviews that we get. So if you can take a minute, even if you just click the, the star rating, that's fine. A written review is also really helpful too. So please do that if you can. Anyways, enjoy the episode today with Dr. Bob and we'll talk to you next week. Dr. Bob, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Welcome. Brandon, thanks for having me. As the title of your, your brand new book, uh, 1001 Ways to Engage Employees Suggests, 
You offer a ton of ideas about how to engage employees. And I want to dive through some of that. Uh, We won't be able to get through all 1,001 of them. uh, But I wanted to ask you first, how did you even start writing a book like this? Like, how do you come up with as many ideas as you you came up with? The first 1,001 Ways books I I did was 24 years ago, 1,001 Ways to Reward Employees. And I just just had a... um, We know recognizing people, thanking them for doing a good job, works. We've got hundreds of studies that say you get what you reward. And, uh, you know, just uh, focusing on, well, why why the heck don't people do it if it works? And uh, that's actually the, the core question I had in my, I did my doctoral dissertation, which I, I did a three-year study on answering that one question. Why don't people do this? And compelled me to do a, a resource that just is light on theory and charts and is just showing people the power of a great example. Here's what this company did. Here's what happened when they did it. Here's the results they got. You could probably get the same. <laughs> yeah, it's so powerful because there's so many simple ideas in this book. And to your point, it's not it's not all theory. It's actual practical ideas that don't cost a lot of money to implement. And I, I love that because you you really connect with the reader, I think, by by s- simplifying that message. Yes, yes. And if, if that idea, you open the book anywhere, here's a usable idea. If that one doesn't work, turn the page. And, and so, the, so then all of a sudden the task is, is uh, find the ones that fit for you or use this as a base to have your own discussion on these type of things and, and get something going in, in your department or in your company or uh, wherever you're trying to make a difference where people work. So what did it take to finish this book? I mean, did you have to do hundreds or thousands of interviews with businesses or how did you like get all this data well it's it's funny because you you uh look at a book like this and 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 it looks like oh well how what could be easier you you piece together a bunch of examples you know done you know but uh actually this this journey took me about 12 years Oh my gosh! To, yeah, well, I'm, I'm doing other stuff along the way, but you have an idea for a book, you can have that in three seconds, and then you do a proposal, and and then you you get people interested, and 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 so it becomes becomes iterative. You get you get stuck in different parts of it, and um, or or you you go to the sources that worked for the previous book and didn't work for this one. So it's a combination of primary sources where you you go to people directly. I, I, I internet. Uh, I I uh, reach out to my clients. I reach out um, when I speak to for people that have ideas. Or I'm I'm almost a clearinghouse for uh, usable ideas around motivation for employees today. Um, and then, and then you, you look at secondary sources. So, um, any, from magazines, from newspapers, from business journals, anything that gets down to the nitty gritty and real life example. And then, and then you, um, w- what's unique about this too is that so it's a lot of great ideas, but it's research based. By that I mean that the foundation for the book, the the structure, uh, the categories are discussed. Are, are a validated research as to the variables, the factors that most impact people being engaged at work. And by that, I mean bringing their A game fully uh, motivated to do their best on a daily basis. So, so actually in priority order from the start of the book on back, you know, it's uh, what, the, what the research indicates is most significant in driving the variable of engagement, which is, is very big today. And in uh, all organizations because the benefits are, are so immense that if we can get to, right now 
and it's been the same for the last 20 years, which also prompted this book. The number of engaged employees in our country uh, is about 30, 31%. And that number has not changed in 20 years of the Gallup organization uh, researching this topic. And so at some point you go, well, gee, <laughs> we're not doing something because it seems that we have moved the needle on that. And in fact, uh, the other two-thirds are either disengaged or actively disengaged, almost on the border of uh, sabotage. And it's like, so I, I guess I was a little frustrated that, that there's, uh, as important as the topic is, there's not uh, a, a lot of movement uh, on helping companies do it better. So again, the power of a great idea on this specific topic. Uh, I hope it would be of great value to anyone in any industry, any size organization, from a, a corporation to a small business, to just working with one person. Uh, it, it, uh, the things I, I talk about, the examples I share are are simple. And it's the type of thing where you you, you hear when you go, oh, yeah, I, when I could do that. And wow, what a great idea. And then, well, try it and then see if it works. If it works, then keep doing it. <laughs> so it's that, that type of, uh, you know, it was Voltaire in the 17th century that said, uh, common sense isn't often common practice. And so in many, and I take it as a compliment, people say, God, your, your book is uh, the whole book of common sense. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> Common sense, but not common practice. And so uh, hopefully uh, having this book in front of someone, uh, it, it helps make it easier. If, they, if they're looking to do something, they can flip through the book. Or, or I have uh, managers that tell me, I take your, your books and I pass them around my, my group. And I have them initial ideas they like in the margin. Doesn't mean I have to do any of them. But if I want to do something to surprise, delight someone, wow, I can take the guesswork out of it. I'm glad you earlier defined what employee engagement means. And I think you put it simply, like, it's yeah. when people bring their A game, right? What does it look like when if everybody's bringing their A game, what would the, the company, the organization culture, what would the results of the business also be like? What is it? What is the feel of if everybody brought their A game? What does that look and feel like? Well, it's very exciting because it compounds upon each other. So you're excited. And then if you get that bounce back at you from peers, from your boss, and you're even more excited. Now you're thinking about work on the, on the way the the commute, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're excited about making a difference. You're excited about sharing your ideas, about your ideas are used, uh, and it just gets better and better. And it's kind of like a fever pitch that the company gets better and better. I had, uh, for example, I worked with one uh, company in, in uh, Connecticut where, uh, again, this is a simple idea, and this is part of engagement, asking people for their ideas and input. Okay, well, what does that cost you to do that? Anyone have a, you know, uh, an idea? I don't know what we should do about this. You know, uh, just doing that and doing it well, they started asking all employees to turn in two ideas a week. Uh, and and wow, that, well, that okay, that sounds like a good idea. And and we could, anyone could do that next week. We're going to do that two ideas or this week, you know. And the next week they did it again. And well, you know, how many ideas can someone have? The week after that, two more ideas. Oh, you got to be kidding. This company's been doing it now 17 years, 17 years. And so what happens is, is you, you develop a, your, your idea muscle. You, 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 you get ideas from other people. They, they have meetings. Everyone brings ideas there and they, so they, they brainstorm. And uh, so as a result, you know, what, what happens when this is just one idea, by the way, uh, that when this triggers uh, that they, they end up increasing their revenues five-fold in three years. 
just by asking people for ideas. That's a great idea. And they didn't have a big committee to evaluate and shoot them down and say, what gives you the idea to say what we should be doing? None of that. They took a volunteer from the work group. You know, one of the people suggesting ideas and hey, go over them uh, this week and wow, that's a great idea. Jerry, you should really do that one. Let us know if we can help you with your idea. Who's going to have more energy for the idea than the person came up with it? And now it's being uh, supported. You're being thanked. And, wow, the person needs some resources to make that happen. Who wants to help Jerry? You know? And off we go. You know, And so it's all of a sudden uh, work has a whole different meaning when, when you can actively engage it and bring, bring your best ideas, your, your, your initiatives, your energy, uh, and help other people with theirs. And uh, now you've got more teamwork going. It's just the whole thing is upward trend. So that's the power of that. Now, now to be honest, like they, it took a couple tries, you know, a couple false starts, and, and then they, they've learned lessons along the way. So for example, if you're new at that company, for the first year, you're only allowed to do ideas that relate to the job you're doing. So they're not going to let you throw mud at the accounting department in your first month in the job. You know? you, so you, you develop this maturity among people that uh, ideas here are, are what we think could make things better. You know, from here's what we did in my last company or here I did an internet search. And I, this idea looks like something that's viable for us. And so, you know, let people loose and, and to, to not uh, to, to really have uh, maximize their input. That that's just a uh, this is just on one theme of ideas. So you take um, <laughs> I remember uh, Best Buy when uh, when they hit uh, uh, the recession, which kind of hammered all retail. Well, they they uh, what they did is they they sent out an email to everyone if if anyone has any ideas for how we could save money, <laughs> this is a time we we really need it. Now they could have done that any time, but now that at the time of 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 crunch time, they reached out to their employees and say, if you got anything, give it to us. They got 9,000 ideas for how they could save money. 9,000. No, they Unreal. didn't. No, all wow. those didn't get implemented, you know, but a lot of them did. And, if, and, and right behind yeah, that, course. you know, just, just thanking people for those ideas is going to set the next wave of ideas. <laughs> and again, that, that uh, helped, helped them to uh, uh, actually grow stronger during the recession. Um, and uh, their, their, um, one of their main competitors, uh, Circuit City, who, who didn't take that approach. Who, yeah, they, they actually they got crunch time. And what, what did they do? They did what the lot management did. So, well, gee, we're going to have to cut, uh, cut people. You know, um, 90% of our budget is salaries. We're going to have to cut people. And cut they did. They, cut, they laid off 9,000 people, the whole strata of the organization. Well, great, except for now you're in a store and you can't get help. And, you know, so they end up going out of business in the same time frame while, while their, their competitor took off. That's the power of this. And in just a nutshell, just in one idea. So, you know, um, I, I can't tell you the number of times I've talked to people and, and uh, they say, gee, you're, you know, your book helped us uh, grow revenues 20%. Your book did this, your book did that. I had a, a guy once tell me uh, in, a, in a conference walking by in the aisle, he saw me, came over, he said, your book saved my marriage. I go, what? <laughs> well, I'm not talking about, about relationships and how to improve things. I, actually, that works in any relationship to be considerate and do thoughtful things. And yeah. so instead of giving your, your loved ones the dregs of what you had to offer, start 
treat them special. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's the power of idea. That's the power of a great book that captures ideas. What a great illustration. I'm really curious uh, from your perspective, who owns employee engagement? Is it everybody? Is it HR? Is it the senior leaders? Is that like, what's the answer if, if there is one? <laughs> that's actually a, a very great question. And actually the forward of the book, uh, Marshall Goldsmith uh, wrote, and he wrote it on that question, who owns employee engagement? Because, and uh, the, the, you would think that the, who owns it is, is the company, because whenever they, they survey their employees, they, they ask, well, are you engaged? Uh, do you feel valued here? Are, are, are you respected by leadership? And it, it makes it really easy for an employee to go, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> and then even if you do better, say, nah, keep working on it. <laughs> and, and then you're never off the hook. Uh, whereas Marshall's forward, he said, no, who owns employee engagement is the employee. <laughs> so, so he said, instead of asking, uh, you know, do you feel valued and, and, and similar type questions, the Q12 type questions from Gallup, uh, which are all, all phrased in, in, in what I can do for you kind of thing, they should be turned around to be to ask, what are you doing uh, to deserve uh, recognition in your job? What are you doing to do your best to set clear goals? What are you doing uh, to, uh, to, to make clear the resources you need to do a great job? You know, so all of a sudden now the onus is on the employee. Ultimately, that's where we can, we can change things. If, if it's just um, a saying it's all management's fault or upper management's fault, then we're never going to get anywhere. In the research that you've done, what are the areas that you found hold the most significance uh, in influencing employee engagement? And really, this is, I think, the foundation for your book. And maybe there's a particular order in which you've found things are more important than others. But what are some of those things? Well, well yes. And actually, I'm, I'm very proud of the fact that I organized the book uh, in priority order. From the, the first chapter shows the most impact on influencing engagement. In fact, 56% of engagement will come from just doing things in the first chapter, which is on recognition. This is what the research shows, which I love because I'm the, I'm the godfather of recognition. <laughs> so I did my, my doctoral thesis on this. I did a thousand ways to reward employees. I did a dummies book, a thousand uh, or recognizing and engaging employees for dummies. You know, so I'm all about uh, how to do recognition better. And here, research indicated that's the number one driver of a, cult, of a culture of engagement. So, hey, <laughs> that, that would be uh, first and foremost. So what does that mean? Well, again, comes down the, the, the easiest is also the most impactful. So a simple thank you for doing a good job. As simple as that is, and, and similar things that are feeling valued and, and a meaningful recognition that could be, you know, a note. It could be in front of the, the, the department and the staff meeting. It could be a, an email, uh, that category of things. Personal praise, electronic, written notes, public praise are, it's a re really rich dimension. Uh, in, in fact, in, in my research, those four categories, personal, public, electronic, and, and written, were what popped out as being mutually exclusive, which in statistical terms means that they don't overlap. And my initial reaction, well, how can that be? Because those are all praise. Isn't praise one big bucket? And no, actually it's not. It's such a powerful dimension that different types of praise have different meanings to people. Think about mm -hmm. it when, you know, uh, 
think of a time that someone personally thanked you for something you, you did versus a time you got a note from somebody that that thanked you did those resonate different with you did you save the note did you know uh think of a time that you were in front of other people you were thanked uh they each have a different it's like a different cylinder of the the car fire and you got to fire in all those so that's the big one and um but other, other things that um that are also no cost from my research are uh, i mentioned asking people for their ideas and suggestions if they got a good one allow them to pursue it that's that's um autonomy uh authority uh th those are great great forms of recognition mm -hmm. I, I trust you you uh, to do a good job so i'm going to give you the authority or resources to to do it because you've sh you've shown that uh where you that uh, you can make things happen that's uh that's a good one not only will that happen but they're gonna be looking to do more communication two-way communication is very powerful involving people in decisions is again what does that cost Hey, I want to get uh, everyone's input on this this decision. Even if you say, "I'm I'm the manager, so I got to make the final decision," I know it'll be a better one if I get your input because you're closer to the jobs you're doing, and we got to implement this together. So, wow, this this start with the people <laughs> you're gonna have to sell it to. And again, common sense, right? But not not common practice. And and if someone makes a mistake, this I love this one. Someone makes a mistake. There's so many managers that that. Uh, see their job as a manager as being a super worker to to find all the mistakes and fix them for everybody or maybe mm -hmm. take the job back because i couldn't trust you to do it to begin with well bravo bravo you're the you're the you know smartest person in the room they're getting their resume ready because they can't stand working for you they're not <laughs> learning they're not growing they're not challenged that's there's so many people that's the story they, they get at work yeah. you know and and so uh uh, don't be the manager that that uh, reacts and jumps all over mistakes and embarrasses the person in front of the staff and 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 uh, they already know they made a mistake, you know. So what? Just take take a breath, take a step back, and say, you know, Tony, I'm not sure I would have done it the same way, but what'd you learn from that? That could be the best train you've had all year. I'm glad you made that mistake. You know, wow. <laughs> how'd you how'd you feel if that was your boss that said that? Wow, I'm not getting my head taken off. I'm uh, wow, the person had my interest and our relationship was was more important than any given mistake wow that that uh is sending a message through your behavior and and that's going to come back and serve you many many times you're, you're not working for a, you know a jerk you know everyone goes to work for a great company they uh and and uh they end up leaving uh, a bad manager you know if you, if you have a good manager that's doing these things i'm talking about uh, you've got a great job um, and your life is better. If you got a, if you got a poor manager that's not doing these things, micromanaging, finding fault, embarrasses you in front of others, upper management, uh, makes you feel small. Well, they, not only do you hate your job, you hate that person, you hate your job. Yeah. You, 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 you take it home and you, you know, your, your whole life's uh living hell. You know? yeah. <laughs> can't stand your job. You know, 15% of the time at home, uh, the research indicates that we spend 15% of our time at home complaining about the boss. Mm. That's a troubling, <laughs> troubling stat. Isn't it? Wouldn't that wouldn't just flipping that? Was it? Was it? Fifteen percent. Uh, we could just as easily spend fifteen percent saying, "I won't believe what happened today." My boss. Yeah, yeah. He called me in his office, and he just he just said, "I, I want to tell you." I just, I've been noticing you're really doing a great job here. Yeah. You're working out really well. 
that's all. No, no, didn't want to dump an assignment on you. Didn't want to. That's all. Just, yeah. uh, uh, I really value you being on my team. Oh my God! Who wouldn't share that? <laughs> Who would share that with their spouse, exactly. with their family? <laughs> you, had an, you had another example I love in the in one of your case studies. You said uh, like managers or or even senior leaders could like send a letter to the employee's family and letting their their loved ones know why they're the this employee is so important to the company's mission. And I thought to myself like, wow, like it, it, this is a free thing that you could do. Like that would be so rewarding to like, go home and talk about the your lovers at home I, i've had yeah i give some de- uh, deviations and this is the thing you have a good idea they could do deviations on it they had i worked with a hospital in kalamazoo michigan where they they uh, uh you know gave gave managers notes where they can thank people and then they uh they got creative with that and they started sending notes home to the kids of family members that had to work late and or, or work over the weekend or something. And they include some coupons to to take your folks out for ice cream on us. Just having, you know, just a fun thing. I, 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 or I've, I've had several managers where they actually set it up as a incentive. Incentive is, what, is telling someone on the front end what you could do for them at the back end if they achieve a goal. So they have a, a project goal. Hey, there was one manager said, I said, this out of the blue, I just struck me. I said, whoever... Whoever um, makes their goals on this, I'm going to call your mom and tell them what a great job you're doing. <laughs> oh, that's and great. There we go. Everyone laughed. And, but he, he held to it. He got give me your mom's number. <laughs> and you know that made made the mom's day. And then, uh, you know, and, and of course, that's gonna, it's just a fun thing. Yeah. It's a fun thing. And, and it's, it's, it's tapping into that vein of things. Recognition is all around us every day. So just open your eyes to it. And that's, again, the the uh, my uh, my uh, desire on on doing a thousand one way books is is to open people's eyes to the potential all around them all the time. Uh, if if you could see what's there, you can see what's been there all the time, but you see it in a new light. You can tap into it, and uh, that's very powerful to to help help someone. Uh, Take the the wool off of their eyes or whatever, and uh, let them see that you know this really could have uh, this really could have uh, have value for you. You know, and, and, and a lot of times it's very it's very simple. Uh, usually, I, I find I mean you could spend money on recognition, have a great celebration, and but uh, companies that do do stuff, they tend to like one of the examples I have in the book. This, this uh, CEO uh, wrote me and said, you know, I I do this. Uh, yeah, we do we do uh, morale stuff, and you know, once twice a year, whatever we do something for employees, and I I I, I come up with something, and no one ever really seemed to like it. They really didn't seem to have fun, and I spending a lot of money, and uh, go, what's wrong with this picture? Well, when he thought about it, he goes, he's doing things he wants to do. <laughs> he didn't take time to find out what they want to do, and he scheduled them on, on when he had time. He didn't think it's so they, they got families, they got stuff going. So, you know, so he had another executive do the same results. So finally, you know, they, they, at least God bless them, they kept trying. They said, let's do something different. And they, they went to a millennial and they said, hey, would you, I want to see if, you, if you'd be interested in doing this. I'd love to do that. And they, and they came up with a very creative list and they used uh, uh, high tech uh, uh, technology to, to survey people and to, uh, to see what they want and then to even schedule the event. People loved it. 
they, they, they did something that, that people really wanted to do instead of something that the boss wants to do. Uh, it was a great success. And, and then they enjoyed doing it, too. It gave them visibility. And, and uh, one of the characteristics of millennials is that they're more group-oriented. So it, it came naturally to them. So, you know, sometimes, you, you know, your best intentions are, you know, uh, isn't going to cut it. You got to really find a, an approach that will work better than what's not working for you now. And so many companies now, uh, they're very good about what's not working. And engagement's, again, the mother load because everyone wants more engaged employees, but the things they're doing isn't making it happen. So I'm going, open your eyes. Here's a whole book of things, each one of mm -hmm. which will improve engagement, whether it's one employee, your department, or the whole company. I Get a critical it. mass of these things going. The bulk of the book covers 10 areas of employee engagement. You just talked about recognition as being that, yes. that top piece. Uh, Chapter number exactly. chapter two covers career development, which is that that second tier uh, for in employee engagement. And you said something second most important. Yeah, and I I caught something that I thought was really interesting. And you said every employee is ultimately responsible for his or her growth and career path. And I kind of looked at that yes. and I thought, wow, most people I don't think they quite understand that, and they they look to their company to develop them versus them taking a really yes. partner approach to it. What are a couple of your favorite career development strategies that you have uncovered from the research um, and just kind of going? To amplify that, 90% of all development is self-development. Wow. So it's got to be what you do differently. Mm -hmm. So again, we, we tend to, you know, a traditional company tends to think of, well, development, that's going to be a, a class training. And we do X number of them and you get to go once a year and we're done, you know, <laughs> or maybe uh, take out all the stops and we do uh, tuition assistance. So, you know, we, you know, you take a class you know, get an A and we'll, we'll split the cost with you, you know, and we're done, you know, and that's not even scratching the surface. Most, most development occurs on the job you're doing now, not in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So what, uh, have a discussion, you know, in fact, have this discussion the first time you talk to someone after they started, take them out for coffee or lunch and, and get to know them and say, you know, why'd you, why'd you come here? There's a lot of places you could have worked in town. What, what was it about this company that attracted you? What do you hope to learn while you're with us? Where do you want to be five years from now? What excites you? Wow, I'm the first conversation. Don't wait till they've been there 10 years or they're ready to quit. <laughs> first conversation. And the more you learn, the more fodder you have to motivate them, not to trick and manipulate them to work harder, but to truly align uh, their interests with those of the organization. That's another great definition of entitlement is alignment of personal aspirations with, with strategic organizational goals. The closer we can do that, the more excited people are going to be. And now they're not working for you. They're working for them. You know? <laughs> and uh, so uh, career development is, is uh, you know, it could be as simple as giving someone Audible, Audible $15, uh, the first book you get Free online book. Yeah, you gotta you gotta commute. I know you. Yeah, I thought maybe you like listen to listen to books on tape while you're. Yeah, we'll start you off here. You know, I love that. Um, That's a good one. Fifty dollars to hear. You know, uh, we, you know you've been with us for a while. You're you're. Uh, I think you got a great future. We want if you want, we want to assign you a uh, 
a personal coach, yeah. professional coach for, for three months to help you. <laughs> really? Yeah, really. To help you uh, with your goals and, and whatever is important to you. Better manage your time, better work-life balance. Uh, you work out those goals with the, the coach we're going to assign you. Yeah, that, you know, that's a wonderful idea. Uh, or, or the chance to you know, attend a conference of your choice. We always send the same people to the same conference to the point where they're bored with them. They actually hate going. Uh, they, they hate being away. Send the person that's never been. Uh, they will. They will absorb everything. Have them come back and share what they learned. Uh, the company's going to save a lot of money instead of sending the same people to the same conferences that they're burned out on. You know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What 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 uh, task? You know, I, I remember the. My, my first manager I had, he, he gave me an assignment to do, and he, he prefaced it. He said, you know, Bob, um, I could do this assignment much easier than you. I've been doing this for years, but I thought there'd be some learnings here for you. And so I want to see if, you, if you'd if be willing to take on this assignment. Gave me a choice because uh, I know you, you're pretty busy and all that stuff you're doing is pretty important. So if this isn't a good time, I'm not going to hold it against you. But if you're willing to take on this responsibility, this task, there's not going to be a thing as a, such as a silly question. I'm going to help you any way I can. In fact, the matter will probably take me a little longer than if I did it myself. But that's time I'm willing to invest in you based on the potential I've seen. Uh, with you in, in in working for me and for our organization, so think it over. I didn't have to think it over. Thank you. I'd love to do that assignment. What a, what a great opportunity to shine, you know. <laughs> and and for any person, you you get the the rote and mundane parts of your job done more quickly to be able to take on that special assignment where you've got you know doing learning something new, access to other people, visibility in the organization. There's a lot packed into just a, an interesting assignment. Or you get someone to a place where you say, you know, you know what we're trying to do here. Where do you think you can make the biggest contribution? Oh, what do you that. want to do next? Wow. I, I worked for uh, worked for a company um, for 10 years. And the part of why I was there for so long is they, they uh, had five different jobs. Every one I created. Because they would do that. I said, Bob, you said what we're trying to do. What? Why? And I'd say, well, you know, I really think it, it would it would be helpful if the company did this. I'd like to take that on. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Go for <laughs> it. You know, <laughs> you know uh, five times, five different jobs, and each one, uh, you know, more responsibility, and and it it was great. It was wonderful. It makes it hard to leave. <laughs> You had an example from a company called Juniper Networks where they created... I think they were having attrition problems and they did some exit interviews to realize there's just not a lot of career development. So they end up coming up with an idea to do two tracks, one for management and one for professional. I thought that was a really good example. You've seen a lot of companies doing something like that where they actually have a career development program in place for a professional track or in a, in a management track. I mean, that's really fascinating to me. A lot of a lot of tech companies do that mm -hmm. because the how it works in technology. If you're like a software engineer, you um, to be promoted at some point, you got to become a manager. Yeah. And so that means we're going to make you do something that you don't want to do, that you're not good at, and that's and that's manage people. <laughs> you hate doing it. You yeah. just want to you just want to code. You know, uh, you just want to code and. And you could take on you're 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 very good at it, and you you could take on uh, better and better skills and and challenges and troubleshooting. But uh, you don't want to manage someone and deal with their personalities. That's that's, that's a common for a lot of tech people. Yet, well, if you wanna if you wanna grow in the company, if you wanna 
earn more money, you got to be a manager. It's like, oh, great. You know, so let me do that till I hate my job. <laughs> and then, and then I, I miss it. I miss the technology part. So if someone is doing that, that's working for me, I'm going to be, you know, half in their job, helping them do it and instead of letting them do it themselves. And yeah, the whole thing's a disaster. So uh, a lot of tech companies have figured out this, this do two parallel, parallel tracks so you can actually advance and just remain a technical person, become a lead, become a principal, uh, become an, even an executive, an expert at the technology. And we'll leave the managing people to other people that are that better enjoy that or better good uh, or better at it. So that's, uh, again, a, a very, uh, I've seen a lot of tech companies do that. Love that. So this book is just packed with a ton of great ideas and we, we got to wrap up, but I, I wanted to just kind of end with this. When you uh, when a company needs to engage employees, they're having some problems with that. Uh, I'm assuming that they could they could use this book, and they don't need to implement all 1,001 ways to uh, to engage their employees. But how do you recommend people use this book? Can they flip through, take a couple of ideas from each chapter? Like, how do you recommend just getting started with? some of these tactics because you have so many good ideas in this book. Well, it's, it's a type of book where you can jump around. And so yeah. I, I like that. My wife said I write the type of books I like to read where you can you can dip into it wherever it's, uh, it's useful. And uh, I, I mentioned, uh, you know, you could share it with people. The best management is what you do with people, not to them. So you can say, hey, and I got, I got some great ideas about the book. I want to see if anyone else, you know, it's passed around the group, have people initial ideas they like. I had, I had a... Uh, uh, HR manager telling me that uh, I was working with them and they, they, they pulled out one of my books. And they, well, I got this years ago and I, I wrote my name in the front in colored ink and I circled three ideas in the book that I was committed to doing. And I passed it on to another manager to do the same thing. And she showed me this book and had hundreds of names in the front of it. And each, each manager was making a public testament to what they're going to try and do differently. So there's lots of ways to, to break the ice and get into it. But the, the more you can, my hope is that, that uh, it's a conversation starter. That, uh, that that people say, hey, I looked at that book you had, and you know, it had, it had something about, uh, uh, just pick any, any chapter here about, you know, better communications, which of course we all could use more of. And why don't we do this? Well, we had a idea board that, that we could just post a question. Anyone else can answer it. Uh, why don't we try that? Yeah, worst comes to worst, you try it and no one does anything. Hey, we'll find something else to do. But, but maybe you, you get people writing up their responses and all of a sudden you solve a problem without even having a discussion. <laughs> you know? uh, so lots, lots of ways that we can, or why don't we do, you know, talked about town talks. Uh, I've heard about that before. Why don't we do that with our, with uh, someone from the executive team? Why don't we invite them to our department meeting, and just and uh, just to listen? And at the end of that, we'll, they'll take a few questions from us. Wow! Just showing up is going to show that they they care and we're important to them. That's going to go a long, long way in trust and respect, and and we're in it together. So it's it's the power of any idea. Uh, find the ones that work for you. Dr. Bob, where can people find the book and learn more about you and what you're up to? Well, wherever fine books are sold. So whether it's your your favorite uh, local bookstore or Amazon or, of course, my uh, my website, we carry all my books at discount discount prices. I get a better price from the publisher. Uh, it, and that's... Um, www.drbobnelson.com. That's D-R-B-O-B-N-E-L-S-O-N.com. We have an online store. But um, uh, 
do that. And I, I love hearing when, when people have, uh, have gotten uh, a useful idea, something they've used. I love hearing the stories. A lot of times, you know, with the book I mentioned on the 1,001 Ways to Reward Employees, the 1,001 Ways to Energize Employees, 1,001 Ways to Take Initiative at Work, uh, et cetera, et cetera, um, I, I have people contact me and say, hey, you mentioned our company. Uh, we do that, but we do a lot of other stuff. I go, well, lay it on me and I'll put it in the next, the next printing. <laughs> and so uh, it's like we're, we're trying to get the word out. So if you've got other good ideas that uh, please share those. And, uh, and I, I always give people credit. Uh, it's all examples are a hundred percent positive. So I'm not, I'm not uh, knocking down, you know, in a general rule of thumb, you want to praise publicly, reprimand privately. I do that in all my writings. Uh, positive examples, amplified, negative ones. Maybe I'll, I'll if I mention one, I'll never use the company's name. But I'll say a Midwest manufacturing firm did such and such, you know. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the better you get at it. And it's in the reach of every manager, every leader in your organization. Dr. Bob Nelson, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. You've got great ideas, uh, awesome book, uh, and I encourage people to go get this. So thank you. Brenda, thank you. You're a great interviewer. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Human Resources for Small Business podcast. Subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our blog at www.zeniumhr.com forward slash blog. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn to hear about the latest in HR and leadership. The information on today's episode is for educational purposes only and should not be taken as legal or customized advice for you or your organization. This podcast is hosted and fully produced by Brandon Laws, that's me, and created and owned by Zenium Resources, Inc. For more information or to contact us, visit www.zeniumhr.com.